I want to just take this opportunity to thank you all for inviting me to come back again this semester and share with you my favorite Bible study. I don't know how many of you, this is not uncommon, so you don't have to feel ashamed if it's you, thought when you heard the topic announced, boring. That does not sound very interesting at all. And I have had women tell me that several different times over the course of having shared this study. And to a man, to a woman, they have all come back and told me that the Lord has really used the study of the tabernacle to open their eyes to see so many things that they just did not know. And I remember one sweet woman when I was doing the labor study in a small group, she came up to me with big tears in her eyes and she says, why hasn't anybody ever told us this before? And it is such a powerful study in my own life. And so it is a joy for me to have been here to share it with you. And I pray that you have found, even if you were skeptical at the beginning, that you have found it to be rich and fruitful and something that will be an ongoing source of joy and delight for you, as well as an ongoing source of study material. And to that end, you have been taking notes, receiving handouts, you had that uh, materials packet given at the very beginning. Uh, we've come to the end of the study of the tabernacle furnishings, but I will guarantee you that we have not even plumbed the depths of what is available for the diligent student. And I feel pretty safe in guaranteeing you blessings abundant, galore, incredible opportunities for she who will continue to undertake this study. And to that end, I want to give you just one more little thing upon which you can meditate, another avenue to uh, add to your study, and that is, as Ronnie mentioned, the high priest's garments. These are incredible, and I've always wondered, though I have not yet taken the time to do it, I've often wondered if the high priest's garments had some sort of correlation to the armor of God that we read of in Ephesians chapter 6. I don't know if the belt of truth that is part of the armor of God corresponds in some way to the sash of finely twisted linen that the priest would wear around his waist or our helmet of salvation. You know, your mind is a terrible thing to lose. And to keep your mind sanctified, set apart for God, protected by that helmet of salvation, is that corresponding to the turban that the high priest wore? And it had a gold plaque on it that read, holy to the Lord, that my mind belongs to God and him alone. Uh, possibly the breastplate of righteousness that we read of in Ephesians 6. Does it correspond with the priest's breastplate that had the 12 stones, one for each tribe, with their names inscribed? He wore them over his heart. I don't know who the Lord has in your life whose names are inscribed over your heart, those people that you carry about with you all the time people that you minister to, people that you pray for, as the high priestly office would do. If we turn to Exodus chapter 28, verse 2, we will read God's instructions to Moses regarding these garments. We are going to then jump to another chapter in Exodus in a moment. But just to get the flavor of these garments under your belt and in your mind, Exodus chapter 38, excuse me, 
28, verse 2, God says, You shall make holy garments for Aaron, your brother, for glory and for beauty. These beautiful garments were very unique. And God tells us right here, the purpose of them is holiness and glory and for glory and for beauty. Aaron and his family were set apart to minister to me, says the Lord there in verse 1 of the same chapter. And then God repeats himself again in verse 3 when he describes and says the garments were made to consecrate him that he may minister as priest to me. So the man who is wearing these incredible garments is ministering to God himself. He is consecrated. Pastor Joe Foch says that the word consecrate means to fill the hands, to put in the hands. And so that individual whose life is consecrated is fully in God's hands. All avenues of life are given to the Lord for his glory. Uh, these garments were given to Aaron as an outward sign of his high priestly position. And it meant that from the rest of the priesthood even, he was set apart. He was set apart for God. Because in 1 Peter, you are no different, we read from 1 Peter, that you also are wearing holy garments because you are according to Peter in chapter 2 verse 9 for your notes you if you are in Christ Jesus you are a chosen race a royal priesthood a holy nation a people for God's own possession so that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light and as you wear that robe of righteousness that Jesus Christ himself has provided, you are dressed for your role in this royal priesthood. And the whole purpose of consecrating yourself by that garment is so that you can proclaim the excellencies of him who has called you out of darkness and into his glorious light. These beautiful garments, they were for glory and for beauty, they were like nothing that had ever been seen before because they were meant to reflect heaven as the man moved, lived and moved and, have, and had his being as a service of worship to the Most High God. He would go from the place of, of sacrifice in the courtyard to the place of service in the holy place and on into that place of worship in the Holy of Holies. And if you have in your mind's eye the layout of the tabernacle furnishings from the Holy of Holies where the Ark of the Covenant and the mercy seat lay clear down through to the altar of sacrifice and you drew a line to connect all of those things then came back from the golden lampstand to the table of showbread and drew another line across you would have a picture of the cross even in the layout of the tabernacle furniture the shadow of the cross fell on the whole complete wonderful thing now turn to Exodus chapter 39, verse 24. And we are going to read one of the details of the uh, high priest's garment. This is just another thing that I'm going to share with you to pique your interest, cause you to be curious to go and look for your own self in your further study. Exodus starting in uh, chapter 39, verses 24 through 26, we will read. 
These priestly garments for glory and for beauty, they included pomegranates of blue and purple and scarlet material and twisted linen on the hem of the robe. If you were with us in the Ruth study, we spent a lot of time talking about hem. The hem of the garment was the place where the authority, the position, the rank, the identity of the man was born. Everywhere he went, it was on the hem of his garment. And so here we have God describing these beautiful ornamentations for the hem. Verse 25. They also made bells of pure gold and put the bells between the pomegranates all around the hem of his robe, alternating a bell and a pomegranate all around on the hem of the robe for the service, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. Bells speak of witness. You could not help hear this man coming. Everywhere he went, there would be the sound of those golden bells ringing. And that, in addition to the fact that the incense permeated and he bore the aroma of that sweet, fragrant incense with him, you could not deny his presence. And we, as members of the royal priesthood, there should be a sound and there should be a fragrance of Christ to God that rings forth from us. And people cannot deny we are in their midst. And that these garments of glory and beauty that we bear everywhere we go will serve as a testimony to the excellency of our God. Pomegranates speak of fruitfulness. And so I will ask, are you bearing the peaceable fruit of righteousness that we read about in Hebrews? It sounds like a lovely thing. Let's, yeah, let's bear the peaceable fruit of righteousness. But what we learn from that Scripture is that those who bear the peaceable fruit of righteousness do so when they are hammered of one piece with Christ. It is through trial. It is through sorrow. It is through the difficult times that we learn to bear the peaceable fruit of righteousness. And these, all of these things are my challenge as I face my role and my responsibility and my privilege as a member of this holy nation, this royal priesthood, and as I move about freely between the place of sacrifice and the place of service and the place of worship, I want to be sure that everywhere I go, I am bearing Christ. I am determined to know nothing among you except Christ and him crucified. And it has been my prayer throughout the whole semester to just be here to remind you that God loves you with an everlasting love. Going forward, I pray that all of us will be doers and not just hearers, that we will learn to take this study of the tabernacle and put it into practice, make it a, a living and active part of our lives, and that we will be those kinds of women who bear the fruit of the Spirit, and the fruit of the Spirit is love in all its many facets, that we have so seen the picture of Jesus Christ laid before us that it cannot be denied in our words and our deeds, even in our thought life, that we will be ever aware of the presence of the tabernacle right in the very center of our lives, just as it was in the center of the Hebrew life. You know, when Moses followed God's instructions, he did such a good job of it that we can't help but see Jesus Christ in every detail. 
we have seen him crucified and glorified throughout the entire study of the tabernacle. And so I do pray that this semester has been a blessing to you and that from here on, God will continue to enliven and to quicken you, inspiring you to the study of his word, that that indeed will become the very center part of each one of your lives. And so I pray that the, that the wonderful promise that God gave to Aaron for the people will be yours, that the Lord will make his face to smile upon you and give you peace every day for the rest of your natural life and someday soon and very soon and we stand in glory in the real deal, you can be a tour guide and give everyone the heads up for the tabernacle. Ladies, I thank you so much for all that you have done to bless me and goodbye.